From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, February 28th. I'm Sarah Wright. The General Government Committee did not agree yesterday with the Cannabis Department's request to use more grant money for its own expenses, choosing instead to bring the question before the full board at the end of next month. The committee also learned that the county was not approved for another round of equity grant funding due to the program's eligibility criteria. Cannabis Department Director Kristen Nevidal reported that the state had found a lack of data demonstrating that growers who were within five miles of a camp raid were disproportionately subjected to the war on drugs. The granting agency suggested that the county could either eliminate its five-mile proximity eligibility standard or provide data proving that proximity does in fact show an impact from the war on drugs, whose victims are the intended recipients of the grant. The county has yet to expend $2 million of funding from the Equity Grant Program, which is also known by the acronym LEAP for Local Equity Entrepreneur Program. Scott Ward, a former planning and building official who's now a cannabis compliance consultant, thought the criteria should be expanded to include those who are rated by any law enforcement agency, not just those operating under the narrow definition of the Campaign Against Marijuana Planting, or CAMP. So we're talking about the camp raid criteria. I'd like to see that expanded to any law enforcement raid. Um, There's no reason why we can't do that. Um, A DEA raid and a State of California Department of Justice raid for North Stone Organics on Road B shut down an entire county cannabis program. There's no need just to limit it to camp unless you accept the colloquial definition of camp as all the other agencies under that umbrella. I have a LEAP equity applicant that was denied. However, I can provide proof positive to county council if he would like to meet with me and see it of an equity, LEAP equity applicant that got money for the same type of criteria that I submitted that was rejected. There's unequal treatment under the law and it's illegal and you cannot do that. Nevidal asked the committee for its nod in approving the use of funds from another grant for legal advice. In 2021, she secured more than $17.5 million in state funds under the Local Jurisdiction Assistance Grant Program. That money is intended to bring more provisional license holders into compliance with environmental regulations so they can get to their annual state licenses. Originally, the department planned to allocate a little under $10.5 million of the award to applicants. But yesterday, Nevidal presented her case for cutting the direct grant amount to $3.6 million. The direct grant program was actually established for local jurisdictions and not for the applicants. It's a local jurisdiction's prerogative to apply for direct grant funding so that they can provide to the applicants, and that's what we did. But the local jurisdiction assistance grant program was specific to assisting the local jurisdiction in meeting their needs so that they can be able to process applications in a timely manner so that applicants and permit holders can qualify for annual licensure. The desired expenses include equipment, staffing, contract planning services, and legal bills. We are asking for, in the amendment, to be allowed to utilize local jurisdiction assistance grant funding to cover some of the department's expenses in relationship to county council. Originally, when we developed our budget for the 2022-2023 fiscal year, um, county council was not an expense to the department. Um, In October or November of 2022, we started um, receiving bills from county council. Um, We do understand that litigation um, is definitely not an allowed expense for LJAGP funds. So what we're requesting here is um, the ability to utilize LJAGP grant funding to um, help cover the costs associated with um, county council's time in assisting the department with implementation 
Um, so 10A17 implementation, 20.242 implementation specifically. Supervisor Maureen Mulhern was skeptical. I understand that without a track record of quickly processing applications, this is a, a, a shocking conversation, um, especially when it has been known or announced that there would be $10 million in funds for direct grants. And, um, you know, if you break down the needs for what applicants need, it could be $12,000, it could be hundreds of thousands of dollars. And Michael Katz, the executive director of the Mendocino Cannabis Alliance, described the proposed amendment as monumental and obscene. This idea of taking money from direct grants to pay for county council, uh, this grant process is designed to expedite the transition of provisionals to annuals. And by all accounts, every time county council gets involved, we see blockages happen more than expediting. Deputy CEO Steve Dunnicliffe said the cannabis department's budget gap is close to half a million dollars and reminded supervisors that budget time is coming up soon. Nevidal said part of the plan for the proposed amendment was to increase cannabis department staff to 22 people, in part by hiring temporary planners through a contractor. An organizational chart accompanying yesterday's agenda shows nine vacancies, including a senior planner, senior program manager, an office services supervisor, four planners, and two assistants. Chantal Simon-Petrie, an environmental consultant, summarized the complaints of growers who've been through multiple rounds of review through several different systems. It seems like we're doing a lot of circular reasoning, that we need this in order to do that, but we can't do that until we have this, and going around and around and around over several years. And ultimately, month by month, another local business goes out of business because they don't have their permit, they're not able to make wise, long-term business decisions. And I right now fault the department and the Board of Supervisors for that. This has taken too long. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.